Welcome to an episode of Lockdown Lightning from the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Banker, and as always, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Let's go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN and get $10 off your first order. And we'll discuss a little bit more on Built Bar later on, but before we get to that, let's discuss some of the news and the NHL happening right now. Right now, uh, today was announced that the NHL uh, announced its plans that it was going to test uh, nightly uh, the players that would be continuing their seasons and i think that's of course you know anyone i don't see any debate there i mean i don't see anybody that would come out and say you know that's a little too excessive i think that anything if anything you know if any other thing other than that i think it would be maybe not enough so the plan would be to test the players nightly and then have the results back up in the morning which is pretty impressive i'm curious as to what they would do in the event that maybe you know, a player does uh, come up, you know, positive for the, the virus, you know, because I'm sure that, honestly, fingers crossed, hopefully, you know, we don't have a case at all where any of the players do pass, uh, test positive for the virus. But at the same time, you never know. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those things where even the health experts can't even say at this point, you know, they can't say, well, we don't, we, the, the, the percentage of players coming out and, you know, testing positive is zero and it's, it's impossible. No, you can't come out and say that because you, I feel like, you know, they don't want to jinx themselves. And I feel like it's, you know, it's, there's no such thing at this point as being too safe because, you know, you don't want to run the risk of not only a, one player testing positive, but then him spreading the virus to other players. So, yeah, I mean, that's a thing that I think is, is a good step in the right direction. I think that uh, when they announced their their plan, I guess you could call it phase one, to restart the season, that they had certain things in in play in terms of you know what, what their plan was, uh, I think that was one of the things that a lot of people were interested to hear in terms of, okay, so you you know how you're going to restart the season. You, have, you know when you want to. Uh, yeah, but you don't know what the locations are going to be. And most importantly, you don't know what exactly, uh, how you're going to handle this situation. How is the testing going to be done? You know, is it going to be done? Was it going to be done every other day or whatnot? But I think that every night, I think that's, that's the best way to do it. Uh, but I would be curious as to how, what an event, if a player were to test positive, I don't know if it would maybe have to, quarantine the other players or whatever the case might be. So I guess it's one of those. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there kind of scenarios. But I am interested as to what the answer would be if maybe I'm sure a member of the press will eventually answer that question. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what the protocol would be. I guess, you know, I guess they would have to, would you, I mean, would you really cancel a playoff series? Would they maybe halt play for a little while? I don't really know. I mean, we could only speculate. I hope it doesn't come down to that, of course, but one has to wonder what exactly would happen in such a situation like that. Um, would you maybe if, I don't know. I mean, we could, we could sit here all day and speculate. I mean, I could, I would say that I think the NHL, I mean, how could you not get spooked by a situation like that? If you know a player were to test positive uh, for the, for the virus would, would he, of course, he would be quarantined, but I guess maybe they would test all players uh, on the team. And if, of course, they weren't, 
know, if they weren't, if they didn't test positive, if they all come out negative, then I guess, you know, and, and plus like the, the results would be coming back the next day. So I guess in the meantime, until the results do, you would have to imagine maybe that they would just, uh, maybe they would just, maybe they would just quarantine the players. And then once the results come back positive, I guess, uh, or negative, they would go from there. And I guess if it's negative, then they let the players and personnel, whomever may have come into contact with that individual or individuals, uh, would, you know, they would go from there. And if they're, they test negative, they're allowed to play and whatnot, but it's just, it's just a very interesting scenario. Uh, to think about just because you're curious as to how the league might react, especially with something like this, where, you know, the league's mind, we just halted play for, you know, since March and we're just getting back and it's late July slash early August. And, you know, this, this is happening right now, you know, and I don't think the league wants to jump to that point, but you never know. I mean, you never know what the league might do. Um, I would love to hear maybe what they would have in terms of a, a backup, a backup plan or some sort of contingency plan, I guess, if something were to happen such as this. Like I discussed at the top of the today's episode, today's episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Uh, these things, like I've stated on all the past shows uh, since Bilt Bar has signed on with the Locked On Podcast Network, uh, I mean, these things are incredible. What can you say? They're at the upper echelon, I think, of you know, the, 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 I guess if you had a league of, uh, protein bars, the built bar would definitely be the number one. They would be the Tampa Bay lightning in terms of that. And yeah, I believe, and why do I say it? Cause the lightning is the best team right now. I believe just because, you know, with a healthy roster and, and you look them top to bottom, I think they're even better than the Boston Bruins. And yeah, so these built bar bars are incredible. You know, they have them in all flavors. You could customize your box. You could, you know, have one where it's all the flavors you like, or you just want to get one of each. Uh, I mean, there's tons of options, tons of ways you could go with it. My favorite one personally is the toffee almond, uh, I mean, I, I was just hooked on that. I'm definitely going to order, I think, maybe half a box of toffee almond. So, um, yeah, I mean, this thing is its incredible. I mean, it's, it's one of those bars where, you know, you don't have that chalky feeling left in your mouth uh, afterwards or maybe the powder, powdery feeling that some of these bars do leave you with. But, no, this is – it has creamy chocolate all over it. And then, of course, inside the, the flavor of your choice. I had – I believe there was another one. It was the orange. One that was interesting. I didn't. I wasn't sure I was going to feel about that one because I'm not a big fan of fruit and chocolate mixed together. But I was wrong. This thing was great and it caught. It was caught me by surprise. So I'm definitely going to get that in the box as well with toffee almond. So, like I said, go to builtbar.com. Use promo code locked on. You get ten dollars off your first order. So, the one topic I want to discuss today um, that was really when I really wanted to get to and kind of do a little bit more time on it was locations. It's, it's a very interesting scenario. You know, the, the NHL, the day they announced that they were coming back with play that, you know, they had all these, in, these, all these locations available, you know, you were hearing Edmonton, Vancouver, Dallas, Chicago, Columbus, uh, Toronto, Pittsburgh. Uh, those are just some, you know, to name a few. Uh, it would be, it would be interesting how they would set this up. I would feel, oh, and Los Angeles was one of them, I believe. I feel like the smart thing to do with this is to maybe do it in a scenario where you just have the two host cities close together in the vicinity, unless they do decide to have the Stanley Cup finals in maybe another city or, or I don't, I don't even know how they're going to do it. Uh, believe it or not. I mean, I, I would imagine that one of two things is going to happen. 
I and there might be a third scenario where I would be very pleasantly surprised about it. And I'm sure a lot of hockey fans, especially those fans of the teams that might make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, is all right. So let's list off scenario number one. Scenario number one is they have it in two host cities that are close to each other. So for the sake of argument, let's say Toronto and Columbus, I guess. Or actually, no, those are not too close to each other. I would say maybe Chicago and Columbus. I think that's very more realistic. Uh, and then how they would do it is, you know, the Western Conference would probably be in Chicago and the Eastern Conference would be in Columbus. And part of the reason I'm saying Columbus is wishing it as a location is because if you listen to the last episode, go ahead and listen to it. Um, I discussed, and I've also said on the previous episode as well, that I, the more I think about it, you know, of course the Lightning needs to have a round-robin play to determine seeds for the top four teams. And I want them to get a matchup against the, the Columbus Blue Jackets. But, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. And that would involve them getting the first seed. And even then, if they get the first seed, they're still not guaranteed to be playing the Blue Jackets because, for all we know, the the Maple Leafs could very well beat the Blue Jackets as well. I mean, they're a very good team. You know, we can't – as much as – and this is kind of breaking my, my golden rule of the playoffs, whether – no matter what sport it is, hockey, baseball, basketball, is that you never want to wish for the team that you're – you know, that you want to play against because more times than not, in, in my personal experience, every time I've wanted to play, have the team that I cheered for, especially the lightning play a certain team uh, in the playoffs. It's always kind of backfired on me. I don't know if that's maybe just um, bad karma or what the hockey guys just working against me or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I mean, I want the lightning to play Columbus, but at the same time, you know, Columbus needs to do a little bit of work. They need to play Toronto and win in best of five. And it's, it's kind of interesting uh, that I was discussing that this week because there was an article, I believe that came out yesterday or this morning that discussed how uh, Blue Jackets captain Nick Foligno said that, you know, they're very confident and John Tortorella, of course, you know, former Tampa Bay lightning coach in preparing them for, uh, you know, taking on the, the Maple Leafs and that this is the kind of series uh, format where they would actually benefit as a team from it. So we'll have to wait and see if that really is true or if maybe that this is just some sort of tactic they're using to maybe uh, boost the ego of themselves as well as, you know, kind of maybe spook or whatever uh, Toronto. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think, I think Toronto is going to play very well against them as well, but I think this, this series is probably a, a, also, but yeah, the reason why that's the reason why I'm rooting for Columbus. And then I guess in response, the most logical thing would be Chicago as for the Western Conference host city. But the problem is, is that well, what does the league do when they get to, you know, the Stanley Cup Finals? Do they do do they go to another city? Like for example, just we're just throwing ideas around here. Uh, for the Stanley Cup Finals, let's say since you know the Eastern Conference Finals takes place in Columbus, the Western Conference in Chicago, and then they, what did they do after that for the Stanley Cup Finals? Are they going to play in Dallas? You know, I'm just throwing Dallas out there. I don't think that's an actual realistic city to be playing in. No disrespect to Dallas, uh, but you know, I just think that what would it be for the Stanley Cup Finals? Would they just go back and forth between Columbus and Chicago? I don't know how logical or reasonable that would be if, you know, you would have teams constantly commuting back and forth between each other, between those two cities. 
I think that obviously the goal, the end game with all this is to not waste time and not, you know, not put the players in a position to where maybe their health might be compromised due to traveling and being around other people. Uh, I, I don't really know what the right answer is. I don't, I'm very curious as to how they're going to, how the league's going to handle that. It's going to be a very interesting situation. Uh, I, I I just, I kind of spoke uh, and discussed it uh, maybe a couple episodes ago where I said, how ironic would it be that, you know, if regardless of whatever Eastern conference team, other than the Maple Leafs uh, makes it to the Stanley cup finals. And then they have, they host the Stanley cup finals in Toronto. And then it's just one of those, uh, one of those uh, sick things, sick jokes. I think that would be Toronto Maple Leaf fans would hate to see where the 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 Stanley Cup Finals is being played in Toronto for the first time in how long, and the Maple Leafs aren't even involved in it. So that would be a very ironic, very very funny thing, I think, from a you know an outside fan looking in to be looking at. But if you're a Maple Leaf fan, you're definitely you know going to be upset about that. I mean, that would be the same way if you know, for example, if which you know, if they had the Stanley Cup Finals in Tampa and the Lightning, of course, aren't involved, that would be upsetting to watch. That would be kind of a painful thing, especially if they, you know, you're watching the game and on the ice it says the Amalia Arena. and It's just one of those things where you just want to, it's going to make you upset and you're just going to turn the TV off. So it's just one of those things where I'm, I'm curious, like I said, I, like I keep saying, I think that it's very interesting. It's going to be very interesting how they're going to handle this whole thing. If the league is going to feel comfortable enough to have teams constantly traveling in that sort of scenario. Um, and I wonder how the players union, if they haven't already uh, negotiate, how they would feel about that certain situation, but we'll just have to sit and wait. Now to end the show today, uh, we're going to discuss a little bit, recap of the, the last episode uh discuss a little bit about the matchups now of course i said that i want the lightning to play the blue jackets you know because we want to exact revenge on the blue jackets for what happened last year even though it wasn't entirely their fault the blue jackets weren't doing anything wrong they were just going out there playing hockey that's all they were doing and it was more so the lightning not coming out and playing. That's just the way it is. I mean, that's the, the sick reality and truth of the situation that we, the Lightning put themselves in last year. But when it comes down to it, I still want some revenge. And I think a lot of Lightning fans would like that as well. But, I mean, we're just going to have to wait. Because, you know, what are the chances of the Lightning playing the Columbus Blue Jackets? They're not very high. Because then again, they have to play for the first overall seed. There's no guarantee they're going to get that. Because, like I said, as much as I would like the Lightning to win these games in order to get the first seed, I think that, you know, they, they should be treating these games as if it's preseason. And that's the way they should be going about it. You, want to, you don't want guys, especially no matter how well the conditioning programs are going to be when these guys come back, which they will. I mean, these guys are still in great shape. They've been keeping up in the the best shape they could in the scenarios that were presented to them by this this pause. But at the same time, you know, they, they're not in hockey shape. Uh, like I've said many times, I've quoted Connor McDavid, who came out and said that one of the biggest challenges for any hockey player coming back to play is going to be skating. Um, you know, these guys could sit in their home gyms or do whatever, or go to these facilities maybe that are close to their where they live. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because they still haven't been skating. And obviously that's 
what that's like. That's I would have to say that's maybe 97 97% of the responsibility of these guys of what they need to do when they're actually playing games and that's skate well. So we're gonna it's gonna be interesting how that's gonna happen. Um, you know, where are the Lightning gonna get off to a slow start? You you don't want these guys flying around the ice uh, a million miles per hour, maybe putting themselves in danger uh, and potentially putting themselves out for the rest of the playoffs, you know, before the real games even start. Because like I said on the last show, as exciting as it's going to be for the fans and the players to have hockey back with, you know, these, especially with these round robin games, these aren't the games that you and I, us Lightning fans, that are, are you know, we're waiting around to see. We want the Lightning to just finish whatever, you know, this, this play in games and when they when they wait for their opponents, like for example, if they get the number one seed, they're going to be waiting around maybe maybe a day or two. I don't see a scenario where they're going to have to be waiting, you know, to have these teams play out entire series. I mean, I think that they're going to schedule it in a, a logical way to where the the round robin games are going to be done around the same time the first round playoff series are going to be done. Uh, I would be very shocked if the league may mismanage that part. I don't think they will though. So. I, I think that you know we're gonna be we're gonna be we are gonna have to be waiting for if they get the first seed. We're those are the games we're gonna, either the light either the, the Leafs or the Blue Jackets. That's what we want to see the Lightning play. I don't care right now about how they're gonna play against Boston, how they're gonna play against Washington, Philly. You know I don't care about that because those aren't the games that matter right now. Are are the Lightning if they get by the first round, which we all fully expect them to do? Is are they going to play one of those teams? Probably. Um, I would like to see them. Maybe I think the perfect scenario in my playoff, I guess you could call it, since you know we're going to be in July, and you know my my playoff Christmas in July list. I think that I think my 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 Christmas list would be first round seed, the Lightning play Columbus. Like I said, that's still not a guarantee. We got to kind of have to rely and root for Columbus to play well enough to, to beat, you know, a very good Maple Leafs team. You know, the, let's let's not forget that they have John Tavares and playing alongside him, one of the best players in the league, Austin Matthews. So, you know, here's the thing now before I get into my, my second wish is that at the same time, rooting for the Blue Jackets to win that series, what if you're just – you know, they get hot. It's a case of getting hot at the right time. And then, you know, the same thing happens next year. So these are the kind of things, you know, I, I know a lot of you fans don't want to hear that, but that's the that's the sad truth is that as much as I want to want to play the Columbus Blue Jackets, we need to be wary of a very hot Columbus Blue Jackets team like last year. And that's the thing that I'm sure the Lightning will be wary of, regardless of who they play, whether it's the Blue Jackets, the Maple Leafs, the Rangers, the Hurricanes, uh, the Islanders, the Panthers, uh, and then Pittsburgh and Montreal. I mean, best case scenario, I think that would be perfect. Uh, would if they don't get Columbus, is to maybe play the winner of Pittsburgh and Montreal, and then maybe kind of hope for an a, an early uh, play, you know, kind of like I wouldn't say it's going to be easy because it's definitely not going to be easy regardless. But you know, if they do, if Montreal does beat Pittsburgh and upsets them. I would say that the level of, I guess, difficulty 
in turn compared to maybe other teams that the Lightning might run into would be very low if they were to play Montreal. But yeah, so I guess let's have them play either Montreal or or Columbus. Uh, and then I would like to run into Boston in the second round. Uh, I think that, you know, I stayed on my last show that I don't really want to see Washington. I really don't want to deal with the Ovechkin problem just yet. Uh, I, I know this Lightning team is very good, and I know they could take on Washington. But, I mean, any hockey fan knows Alexander Ovechkin, regardless of how good Washington Capitals are or how good your team is, uh, Alexander Ovechkin, he's one of those guys you always have to be aware of on the ice, and especially in that circle. And it's going to be very annoying very early on. So I don't want to deal with Washington right now, especially that early. I want to maybe run into them into the Eastern Conference Finals if need be. But I guess the other team, you know, I've mentioned on my past episodes as well, is that I don't want to run into is the Rangers because, you know, they're a young, fast team and they're very dangerous. And they have three very good goaltenders that could, you know, present the problem if, you know, here's the thing, like, you don't. You never want to see a player get hurt, but if one of those guys gets hurt, you have another one coming coming up who's just as good, if not better. So that's the thing, you know. And it's if if he's like, let's say, if Lundqvist is struggling early, well, you have Shosturkin and Yorkiev on the bench waiting, waiting and ready to, or either of those two, whoever they have on the bench that night, probably Shosturkin, I would imagine. Um, you know, he he's he hasn't played that many games, but at the same time, he's. He's proven that he has a ton of talent and that he could he's definitely the goal of the future for the New York Rangers. So that's definitely a guy you don't want to run into. And then I guess I haven't really talked about them much, but the the Philadelphia Flyers, that whole team is just I mean, the Flyers always play tough, pretty physical hockey. And the Lightning have struggled against teams like that this year. Uh, yeah, with the addition of Zach Bogosian, Blake Coleman, and you know, Barkley Goudreau, along with having already Patrick Maroon. Uh, they've done a lot better since the trade deadline, but I mean, we're, st- you know, they still, it's one of those things where I think this team shied away from that style of play of really, really throwing the body around and really taking it to the other team. And the flyers are always that team historically known for doing that kind of thing and trying to bully the other team. So I don't know if I want to see the lightning go against the flyers just yet. Just because, I mean, yeah, we're, the Lightning are more a more talented team, but in terms of style of play, I think the Flyers and the Lightning, the Lightning, that's not a good matchup for the Lightning. So we'll just have to wait and see. I, I, I and I wouldn't even mind them playing Pittsburgh. I think that, yeah, you have Crosby and Malkin and Getzel, you know, those top th- three guys. And then you have Zucker as well. I mean, you have Murray and Nett. He doesn't really scare me. He's a definitely. He's definitely the type of goalie that I can see the Lightning being able to get to and really, not really scoring at will, but being able to, you know, be able to get some good shots on net and get them past him, especially with a healthy Stamkos and, you know, having all these guys around and definitely, you know, Kucherov on the ice as well. I'm not so much worried about the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, as And also I'm not as worried about the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, hopefully if they do play Columbus, that doesn't backfire on me and I don't get a bunch of angry, upset, uh, emails or messages from you guys saying, Oh, why, why do you want us to play Columbus? Look what happened. It's like last year all over again. Well, hopefully we don't have that scenario and definitely we're going to be discussing that maybe, uh, in the coming weeks, I'll discuss some more, 
about last year's series and maybe discuss about how some of you know the Lightning have done in the matchups this year against Columbus. So maybe we'll go a little bit in depth in that. Hey, we certainly have the we certainly have the time to do it. I mean, play is not going to start up till late July, uh, early August. So we'll have to see what happens. And of course, we'll fill you guys in always uh, with some of the highlights and maybe some of the stories that are surrounding team once voluntary workouts start out, which is just around the corner. And then they have training camp in July. So that's been it for today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Daker. I'll talk to you on the next one.